You're listening to Wait, Am I an Adult Now? One of the only podcasts out there that interviews young millennials riding the squiggly line of life. We're your co-hosts, Shelby Wildgust and Savan Pichotto. And together, our mission is to inspire you with stories of millennials just like you who are paving their way in the new creative economy. Our guests are leading epic lives through entrepreneurship, artistry, charity, music, corporate leadership, and so much more. Are you ready to jump in? Let's go. Hey, 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 guys. Welcome back to Wait, Am I an Adult Now? This is Savan Pachoto. And this is Shelby Wildgust. And we have a really special episode tonight because we're bringing back our first ever guest. Say hi, guest. Hi. Hi, guest. No, say hi. <laughs> hi, everybody. Who are you? Hi, <laughs> it's me. I'm Paul Kruger. Hi, um, I'm yes. Paul. <laughs> hi, I'm Paul. Thank you so much to Shelby and, uh, and Savan for having me back on the show. It is a privilege and an honor. <laughs> and it's an honor for us because uh, we're in LA and super excited to be here in uh, your backyard now rather than you being where we are. So Yeah, before like when we brought him onto our first show, it was so funny because we were in the very beginning stages of our podcast and we really had no idea where it was going. And we actually had these, uh, Savan's amazing, and she had these like makeshift um, these makeshift like sound barrier things yeah. that we all had to hide behind, and like one of our mics like wasn't quite working. And yeah. Now here we are, I and mean, we were in my apartment at the time. Yeah. Now, so uh, Paul would be happy to hear this. We actually have our own studio. Wow. Yeah. That's it's not awesome. like our own, but like we rent the space, so yeah, it's, like, yeah. we can make it our own. Yeah. Um, and now we're here, like in this beautiful boardroom in LA, like. It feels kind of official. We have a videographer with us. Hey, Hunter. Um, yeah. yeah. You guys leveled this up quick. I'm like, like yeah, yeah. you guys really uh, We have big goals. Yeah, very big it's goals. Awesome. Very big goals. All right. So a little bit of a shift since the last time you were on the show. So in 2018, season one, I guess you could say, we started out every show with adulting wins and adulting fails. For season two, 2.0, 2019, like the next level um, we're just focusing on your adulting moment of the week where you kind of had that moment where you either ask yourself, wait, am I an adult now? Like as if you did something that was super adult like and you're like, damn, like I am an adult now. Or you're like, wait, am I an adult now? Where you're like, I'm still a freaking child. <laughs> so Savan, do you want to kick us off with your adulting moment of the week? Yes. Um, so this past weekend, I went with my roommate to check out Christmas Village in Philadelphia. And it's so pretty and really cute. So much to do around there. And we were being responsible adults and just, you know, like shopping around, looking at stuff. And then I decided that, you know, since it kind of closed down a little bit early around 8.30, that we should go bar hop. Oh, fun. Mm -hmm. uh, Why did you call me? What the hell? I don't know. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So we ended up at this bar and... I had no idea what drink to order, so I just said to the bartender, like, what do you recommend? And she just, like, mixed up something with gin. Like a Long Island iced tea or something. Yeah, it was, like, some sort of gin drink, and I don't drink that. I don't drink gin at all. And um, it really got to me. <laughs> and I ended up, like, once I got home, fell asleep, and then woke up randomly in the middle of the night, and my heart was racing. Like, I felt like I was having, like, a panic attack. Oh, gosh. And I didn't understand, like, what was going on. And I'm like, damn, like, I am never drinking gin ever again. Wow. Even the next morning, I felt terrible. 
Huh, I guess it's because it like, of like the sugar content. Yeah, I'm wondering if there's like any Red Bull yeah. in there or something like that. I'm not sure, but yeah, it just hit me really weird, so. Well, I'm glad you're okay. Yeah, thank goodness. <laughs> I mean, I've had my fair share of hangover moments. Yeah, I mean, we all you, heard your story that yeah, week. Yeah, so. so you guys have all heard them. Um, but I'm glad that you do not have a story like that. Yeah, I didn't throw up on myself, so at least there's that. Thank you for That's reminding good. us. <laughs> that is definitely adult-like to not do that. Yes. <laughs> um, so my adulting moment of the week, um, I went to... So it's, it's so funny that I think about this. Like We record our episodes a couple months out, so we're talking about Christmassy things. I went to a Christmas party, and this is part of my adulting moment. I was invited to a Christmas party by a friend who I had met at a networking event, and I she invited my boyfriend and me. My boyfriend couldn't go, and I had already RSVP'd yes. And so I was kind of faced with this decision if I, if I go or do I not go? And if I were to go, I was going to be going alone. I did not know anybody at this party except for the host herself. And the host herself, I didn't really know that well. So I was like, uh, it'd be really easy for me to just stay inside, you know, finish my Ozark binge and just be done with it. But I thought, I thought, you know what? I'm just going to, I'm just going to go. I'm going to be super cordial and adult-like and I'm going to show up with a bottle of wine and I'm just going to make friends and step out of my comfort zone. So that's what I did. And it actually ended up being a very, very, very fun night. So that was my adult moment for me. That's awesome. Oh, that's great. Um, so by the way, if you guys hear some background noise, it's probably just L.A. outside our windows, you know. <laughs> People are like always partying in Los Angeles. It's like, it's, it's crazy. It's a so crazy place. speaking of partying, what is your adulting? Uh, moment of the week, Paul. Okay, well, my adulting <laughs> moment of the week, I feel like, I hope my parents don't listen to this because I'm actually still on their car insurance. <laughs> but, uh, so I was I was driving, um, like, me and a friend were driving to this, this girl's house for a party and we get there and I, like, wanted to, like, turn my car around so I could park and um, ended up giving, like, a little love tap to this this guy in like a Mustang oh, car. Man. And, oh, they're and crazy. Like, and like you could hear that there was like contact. Like it wasn't like hard contact, but it was like, okay, my car definitely just, just touched this car. And um and then he gets out of the car and he's like this like one of those like bowling ball guys. He's like ball, he's got a beard and he's just like he's with his girl, so he's gotta act like cool and he's like, Yeah man, you hit my car. I'm like, like I think I touched your car, but like I don't really think there's any damage. And he's like What do you mean by hit? <laughs> like 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 a love tap. Yeah, I meant like that's what you can say to him. Like, what what constitutes a yeah, hit? Yeah, I was, like, I was like, sir, define define the hit of the car. And uh, and then what happened was I, I feel like I was just like, you know what? The easiest way to handle this is I'm like, here's my license, here's my insurance, like here's like whatever else you need, please like take a picture up. of the license plate. I'm like, yes, yeah, please don't kill me, sir. Like just I'm just a young man, just let me go. And uh, and then I just gave him everything. I was like, here's all the information, and I was like, look, here's my phone number. Like call me if you if if there's any questions you have. And I feel like. The way I handled it, I was like, look, here it was my fault. Here's everything you need, and then have a great night. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he was like, oh, okay. Hey, thanks, man. And then I feel like he's probably not even going to do anything because I feel like I was just, like, really cooperative. <laughs> <laughs> Niceness is always the best policy. Yes. Yeah, I think so. And yeah. uh, and the person I was with, she was like, oh, wow, you like, handled that well. And I was like, yeah, you know what? Um, I'm an adult now. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Sometimes you just bite your tongue. I know. It's um, that's good. That's really good. I like how you put in the um, <laughs> the shameless <laughs> plug. That, that's, that's perfect. The shameless plug. Um, so yeah, like like we said in the beginning, Paul is a very special guest in our hearts because not only was he our first ever guest, but as we've mentioned in 
episodes past, he is the guest that has coined the phrase that we've adopted for 2019, which is riding the squiggly line of life. Inspired our new cover art and all of that. So, oh, you girls, oh my god, (laughs) that's special. Like that, really. I'm like, I heard that. I was like, wow, that's like, I'm so like grateful for that. Like that's so cool. Yeah. So it's the truth, and we just wanted to bring you back on because. When we first caught up, you were in a period of your life where you were just entering this phase of like exploring LA. Right. Right? Like I, I don't even, even think yeah. you had I don't it, think you even left yet. I hadn't, right? even, no, you hadn't, I hadn't left for Los Angeles yet. You hadn't even like up. figured out your internship yet. Like you I had nothing figured out. Yeah, like you would come to us and be like, Yeah, so my advisor told me I should probably have something <laughs> figured out and I just don't. And I had nothing figured out. And it still was like until the last minute when everything finally like just somehow like pieced everything together yeah yeah so can you share with us quickly just catch us up to speed like you went out to LA because you're like for everyone out there who hasn't listened to Paul's first episode first off I recommend pausing this episode and going back and listening to that um but in case you have it and on the time to do it uh when we talked to Paul he was a film major at Temple Mm -hmm. and Temple has an amazing program where like you get to go out as an internship and go out to LA for a summer and just experience life in the film industry. Correct. So you took advantage of that. Yeah. Yet we're not, we're no longer in the summertime. And so you could have gone home, but you're still here. I'm still here. (laughs) So catch us up to speed, like 10,000 feet overview of your summer slash fall slash up to speed where you are. And then we'll dig deeper. Okay. So last time we, we were here, I had nothing figured out, but I did end up going to Los Angeles for the summer semester. I found an internship, I finished my courses, and I got my degree in August from Film and Media Arts. Yay, congratulations. Thank you. And then, so finally I was like, but I knew I had to stay in Los, I just knew like being involved with film, like being here for a summer, like it, it's just, this is such like a great scene for anyone in film or even music and entertainment. So I knew I had to stay in Los Angeles and I just made like a full commitment, like I'm staying in Los Angeles, whatever it takes. So. But I was thinking, like, I went to school, like, where my focus was directing, and I was like, well, there's not really, like, a lot of jobs to get for directing, so, like, where do I go? And uh, somebody recommended, they're like, oh, do central casting, like, you can work as, like, an actor every day, either as, like, as, like, an extra or something, and I was like, okay, I'll do that. And then I've just been doing that, like, every single day, so I've been on, like, all these TV shows, movie sets. Um, I've, I met, That's like, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Like, really like, cool. It, it's crazy, like, brushing shoulders with a lot of, like, these, like, movie stars and Oscar winners, and it's, like... It's like a dream come true, and uh, now we're living here in the Orsini. We're in the, we're in the boardroom, and uh, it's just amazing to have you guys here. And it's just so cool that like, it's cool that like you're, you guys have taken this to the level where it's like, hey, we're gonna travel to Los Angeles and yeah, and do this. So that's really cool. And uh, I'm just happy that I have a short uh, story to share with you guys. You know. Yeah, absolutely. So for the sake of our podcast, you know, we like to highlight some of the ups and the downs, and I think a lot of what we. Tr- strive to to highlight is the story as it's being written Mm -hmm. and everyone knows a good story and you should know this as you know being a film major the story has to have the the hardships the vulnerabilities but also the triumphs and and the climaxes Mm -hmm. um so can you or has there been any moments where you're like questioning is this the right choice for you or um has it just been smooth sailing the entire time like it's it's been smooth sailing, but as I like to say, uh, rough waters make a great sailor. I think that's it. <laughs> is that gonna be twenty twenties? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe the twenty twenty slogan. We don't know. Maybe. Um, 
but it was definitely tough because especially like first off like getting an internship was tough because like I moved here being like where every, all the other students had internships and I was like damn like everyone else has an internship and I just I I mean I've been trying like I've been putting in a lot of effort but I don't have an internship yet like what ended up happening with that is like I just stayed really persistent and just kind of like I guess feeling like I was behind with getting an internship resulted in just putting a lot of extra effort forth so that I ended up having like three internships over the summer one of them I just quick because it just sucked and I but I had like the freedom where I could just leave an internship um, and then I worked at this one place called Diesel Films which was really cool and they do like a lot of videos for uh, like professional athletes and we did a, a documentary on Baker Mayfield shout out to the Bake Show oh, cool. Cleveland Browns and uh, it was just it was really fun it was just a great experience and then it was really tough to find a job in Los Angeles and I feel like everybody here just like lives here and I'm surprised at how many people don't have jobs in Los Angeles and so finding that was was like an obstacle as well, but it just worked out once I was referred to central casting and um, just doing that. That's awesome. Did you ever picture yourself being the one in like in front of the camera rather than behind? I mean, it, it, no, I never thought I was going to be in front of the camera. I always thought it was going to be like, oh, I'll work as maybe like a production assistant and I'll, I'll just do like behind the scenes stuff. And then I feel like just being in this environment, you just realize like, oh, there's literally so many opportunities and it's just, like it's just completely unlimited and from there i was like well this is just so when i go on set it's like they they pay well and they give you breakfast and lunch so like since they were feeding us every day i was like i'll literally come back here every single day (laughs) they're giving me breakfast and lunch and it's catered and the food is delicious and then you get to see like what like the big hollywood tv shows and movies are like and i was like this is just a dream come true i don't care like what they have me do like i just just being in this environment was just so great yeah like just having the opportunity to make connections with people probably is so valuable in itself and yeah it's fun so what has this whole lesson you know the last six seven eight months like what what have you learned from it has your because when we first talked you were so dead set on being a director or a producer and you had this image in your mind of having a golden globe by Oscar Oscar 30 I don't know 2034 2034 (laughs) (laughs) you know exactly (laughs) has any of that shifted for you or has it only solidified it's solidified I feel like it's it I feel like I've become more comfortable with like the idea that it's going to continue to evolve like on the way like it's the destination is is still like the big goal is still the big goal. Mm-hmm. It's a matter of like just being so open minded to like the possibilities of like how to get to that final destination. Even though that's not even like a final destination, it's like because once you get there, then you just kind of like raise the bar and you're like, oh, let's do something else now. Um, but I would say it just it's it evolves in such a beautiful way that it's like, oh wow, like I didn't think it was going to be either. Like it's pretty easy, like it you know, but I feel like it's great to see that it's all just slowly formed together and it's it's like going better than I expected. And I'm just yeah. like, I'm like, damn, this is great. <laughs> like, so I don't know, it's just fun. It's just so much fun. Well, what's really inspiring is that you are taking a, a path in life that is arguably one of the most competitive pathways out there. I mean, yes, being in, in the stock market is really competitive and yes, being in... Um, real estate's really competitive, sales are really competitive, but to be an actor and to be a successful actor, even in music, it's like a different level of competition or a different style of competition and um, because it has to do with like really raw talent and there's so many people that want that dream, but very limited amounts of people that actually make that dream reality. Um, 
So with that being said, what are you doing now to set yourself apart from all the other extras, the people that are kind of in in your boat? I think a lot of it is, um, I used to be like afraid of this word, but like discipline of just being like, hey, like I'm going to show up early, like I'm going to do everything I'm supposed to do. And then like we book ourselves. So it's like, there is like a lot of like just effort and like hustle that's required because you could, I mean, it. If I wanted to, I could take a, like, I could never work again if I wanted to, just because, like, I would be like, oh, well, I just wanted to book myself. But then it's, like, to get booked, like, five days a week, it really does require, like, like, I'm on my phone all the time. Like, when, when something comes up that's, like, hey, we're booking for this specific role, like, you literally, ha- I literally have to respond to these things within, like, three minutes or I'll wow. miss out on it. So, so it literally, like, once, once it comes into my phone, it's, like, right away, like, I have to just be, like, hey, here's my information. Like, here's a, f- sometimes I send, like, a photo of myself and I'll be, like, hey, look. And then maybe they'll maybe they'll call back. I honestly will submit to like probably like five or six roles every day, and then they'll and then I'll get booked for like maybe one of them. Wow. So it is like there is like that hustle component of it where it's like you could like if I just didn't do anything, I just would never get booked. And to get booked, it just requires like that that constant like like flow just, looking for new stuff, new mm-hmm. opportunities. Yeah. So Always. do you have an idea? I mean, I'm so the the movie industry for me is so foreign. And I, I know for me, like when it comes to building my business, I have benchmarks that I see myself hitting over the next couple of years when it comes to like building my coaching business and building our podcast. Like we have this big goal that in 2019 at 50,000 downloads per episode. And we know our benchmarks of what we're shooting for. Mm-hmm. So in regards to your dream of 2034, like what are some of your like next benchmarks that you're reaching for? So the next benchmarks would be... Um to become like a union certified actor, which is joining like the SAG after, like it means I'm a union actor. And that means like, that I'll get like benefits and there's like a certain day rate that like, that you make with that too. So like your pay increases for that. Um, and I'm actually, um, so I have two vouchers. You need like these union vouchers and I have two of them. Um, one of them I got cause I was a stand in for, for Sean William Scott, who was like Stifler on, uh, oh on my American God, no way. No way. Yeah, <laughs> that's so cool. And I was, it was a stand So I got a union voucher for that and I need one more and then I'm like eligible to join the actors union, which makes me like a certified, actor. like, like actor. Oh, that's awesome. Which is, which is, if you ask me, I mean, even on the last episode that was not even in like my, on my radar of right. like possibilities. Yeah. And now it's like, Oh wait, I'm like, you know, just right around the corner from it. That's really, really incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, I, so I, I know that me and Shelby both have seen that in addition to everything you're doing now, you also have a YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Um, can you talk a little bit about that? Is that just more for fun for you to kind of just do your own thing or where do you see that going? Yeah, the YouTube channel was great. I think it was just wonderful to like have, like be delivering content, especially as like a filmmaker. I, I recently found that like, I was just gaining so much more traction on Instagram. I was kind of like, after like a few months of doing it, I was like, man, like it seems like my Instagram is just getting like more attention than my YouTube page was. So now I'm just uploading everything like pretty much on Instagram. So I'm keeping it to under like 60 seconds. I just uploaded something today, which is- I know, I, it, I came across it on my Instagram and I meant to watch it before we started, but we haven't, <laughs> I haven't yet. Um, okay, so these videos that you're making and we'll link them in the show notes because they're they're hilarious like thank you oh my gosh they're they're like are you going for parodies like is that is that the genre that you're trying to like operate in i mean i feel like so i've been shooting with one of my friends who's like who does all these like viral videos and it was just like okay i want to shoot some stuff too like i want my own content just so that i can 
kind of like brand myself and market myself to people who are casting and even just so i can build like a good following right and uh and then we were just shooting some video we're just having we're just playing around like shooting <laughs> these videos like we're on the beach we're just like it's just funny like if it's not like funny then we'll just be like oh well let's do something that might be like a little bit more like exciting and then and then we'll just do that and then that's really what all the ideas come from things that we just think are like funny like that's, yeah like it, there's there's no rhyme or reason to it we're just like oh that's kind of ridiculous like let's just try it let's film it i think that kind of goes back to in the first episode you're talking about how you even started with this which was your high school friends which you guys mm-hmm. just filming ridiculous stuff yeah so um i think that's great that you're still kind of keeping it's a good memory thank you yeah that. yeah <laughs> I think it's awesome that, you know, you're still keeping the core of, like, why you started that and, like, not losing that innocence to it, you know, and the fun. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, and that's kind of, like, I feel like that's just why I keep doing it. It's just, it's just funny. Like, it, and, and it's cool to see that a lot of people from, from my hometown are, like, seeing this stuff and they're still being supportive, like, after all of these years. So shout out to everyone in Garner Valley. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, like, it's cool to see that everybody is still, like, supportive and is still, like, hey, like, we're, you know, we're watching your stuff and we're, we're enjoying it. It's making us laugh. And that's so rewarding. It's just, like, it's great. Yeah, it's really cool. I think it's super special to see you, again, operate in a space of comedy. And your comedy is, is I think your comedy is great because it's not slapstick comedy. It's, like... It's parody in a way. Like you're so, like you're like buy my program or fuck you was the funniest thing. <laughs> that was so yeah. funny. Funniest thing. Oh my gosh, guys. So for all of our listeners out there, Paul has this video that we've actually shared on our Facebook page, the Wait Mind Adult Not Facebook page. Yeah, so, thank you for sharing. Yeah, of course. Go like yeah. that if you don't already. Um, but Paul made this it wasn't 60 seconds, was it? It was a little It was like thirty five seconds. Oh, it was yeah. it was underneath sixty seconds? Yeah, it was underneath sixty seconds. <laughs> It's a video that like does a parody on all of those online coaches that are like, I make a million dollars a year. Like you need to buy my program so you learn how. <laughs> and it's just hilarious. <laughs> and I love it so much. And um, I think the space that you're operating in is, is very suitable for you. And I can almost see you down the line, like being part of that, not part of the like Seth Rogen group of people, but like, mm-hmm your own version of that yeah, in Hollywood. So. That'd be a dream come true, you know? And, uh, and maybe maybe the quote in that could be the next quote for 2019. The quote in what? <laughs> Get rich or fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know how that would attract our listeners. It would be a whole different style, but... <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, wow, that's intense. Get a little, yeah, it's aggressive. Oh, God, what does this mean? It's so aggressive. <laughs> Damn, that's the bottom shelf. That is just so good. I yeah. love it so much. Thank um, you. Thank you. All right. So I want to hear because I think you, you glazed over something that I'm genuinely interested in hearing more about. And I think probably our followers would be too. But you were saying how you're creating content to build your brand on Instagram mm-hmm. and, and on YouTube. But you, you've seen that your Instagram following has really grown. And congratulations on reaching that 10k milestone yeah that's, that's a big deal swipe for, up <laughs> yeah for somebody swipe, trying to build up. their brand so tell us a little about that like how did you make that happen um i feel like one of the things was definitely like finding people who were who, who had just gotten the results and, and a lot of it was like like one of my roommates actually like he's really good at like just 
I don't know what he does, some sort of like science thing. But he really helps grow the accounts, and I've been using like what he's been up to with his service, and it's helped me grow my brand a lot. Um, it's called Social Flare, and I've been using it, and it's just really like taking my account to the next level. And I think that combined with posting consistently and posting like good quality stuff, like like you actually just posted about like taking a photo with like an iPhone 8 versus an iPhone X or whatever. And like if I find somebody with like a good iPhone, I'm like, oh wait, can I use your phone for yeah. this picture? <laughs> and they just airdrop it to me. And yeah. it, it's so worth it because the photos come out really like these iPhones take these gorgeous photos. Yeah, yeah it's true. It's true. And, and then yeah. I, yeah, and they're just posting consistently like every day, even though it seems tough. It's like well, I feel like once you get into a rhythm, it's when you're providing value and you're providing content that's actually relevant. Right, people, mm-hmm. people like that. That's really cool. I'm so excited that we got a chance yeah. to interview you again and just hear some of your updates and hear where you're at and hear how you progressed into this role so quickly. It hasn't even, I mean, it's been all, like a year since we've seen you. Maybe a little less. Wait, yeah. When was, uh, when was the last podcast? It was, I feel like it was in maybe March of this of 2018. So it was like less Crazy. than a year. Yeah, but, it had to be. Yeah. I don't quite remember exactly. This was right before you came out here. A yeah, lot, yeah. So it had to be like March or April. I just had no clue. What, like, I would have no idea where I would be a year from now. Even even right now, I still don't know where I'll be like a year from now. Like, I know what I want to do. I know I'm going to be in the film industry. But who knows, like, where it could where it could lead to. Can you give some advice on hustle? Because... Oh, yeah. Because I think, again, like, you're operating in a space that's very difficult. And you're, you're making it work for yourself. Like, you're paying the bills and you're doing the things oh, yeah. that you need to. And I think a lot of people, they have this vision in their mind of this glamorous lifestyle, whatever it might be for them. Like, it could be business. It could be film. It could be music. It could be science could be all these different things um but i think what separates people who actually make it the people who don't is their dedication their hustle and their the willingness to be gritty in moments that they they when it's not always handed to them so can you talk about that a little bit and how how you've been able to hustle and be gritty and and yeah absolutely i i think it's just like a mindset of like like oh like i'm not too good for anything like anything that's given to me like i'm gonna i'm gonna take it i'm gonna run with it i'm gonna make the absolute best of it and i feel like that even reached a point where like even if something bad happens like it just always twists around to where it's like a great thing and like oh thank god that this bad thing happened because now it just turns around to be like something that's really beneficial and every so many people come to los angeles everybody's here everybody just wants to like party there's so many parties like every night and it just seems like for me, that's even something that I struggle with is like, should I be going to all these parties? Like, is it good for networking? Like, is it worth it? Or is it going to like, or is it, or that could potentially be a factor where it's like, oh, my dream will slip away if I just start BSing right. and just fooling around all the time. Like, so that's definitely a part where it's like, I really do feel like a responsibility that like, I really have to stay active and working and stay plugged in just so that I can still keep building this dream because it's something where like if I stop building or I'm like oh you know what I'm I'm done I'm just gonna just gonna hang out I'm I'm fine with where I like if I get like content or complacent then like everything's gonna be kind of taken away I'm gonna end up back in like my parents basement or something (laughs) and like that but to be honest like that there is like that fear that's really driving where it's like yeah like I'm making phenomenal progress like for for my own standards of like what I what I enjoy and and for my life and like what's bringing me happiness wonderful things are happening but if i were to just stop and just start screwing around i would be back in my parents basement like it's like even though like i really probably wouldn't get 
back my parents like like keeping that there's a strong thought there that like keeps you going kind of keeping the fear that that's like always a possibility like no matter what age i'm at like it's just like oh yeah don't screw up or else this shitty thing will happen you know in your your parents like that's gonna be like okay you know what i'm gonna plug in i'm gonna go to work like let's do this i'm in and uh for me it's just like the fear is a big motivator but also just love for the game of the film industry i know this is like and i know i have to be in los angeles no, so yeah, I have to do whatever totally. it takes. This is the Mecca. Yeah, and I think it's great that you kind of recognize what the environment is like here and you're not already quick to get caught up in that, like the party lifestyle. And you're still focused on your goals and doing what you need to do to succeed, which is great. And that's something I feel like that's even something where it's like that's something that I'm thinking about all the time is like sh- there's so many of these mansion parties. I was at one like this Saturday and it was like great, it was cool, but I wonder like I even wonder you guys how it's like about like you think it's worth like going deep in like a party scene for like networking? It's so different in Los Angeles because it's like every single night there's like these mansion parties. I mean, I think it depends on how you act at those parties because yeah. you could go to those parties and get shit faced and have a great time, not remember any of your conversations or who you met, or you can go to those parties, be responsible, and actually like hone in on making five new serious connections and friends and like being intentional about that. I mean, I've never been to one of those parties before and so I don't know, but like I know the party that I was talking about on my adulting um, moment, I wanted to go because I I genuinely want to broaden my, um, broaden my friendships in Philadelphia. And so I went and I went alone, so like the the uh, appeal of getting drunk was very real because it allowed me to feel less awkward not having anyone right, to talk right, to. Right, right. And so I simultaneously got drunk and talked to people. <laughs> <laughs> but I I knew that my intention was to make friends, and so when I was talking to people, you know, I was really honing in on those people. I wasn't just like talking because I felt awkward I was talking because I wanted to genuinely get to know them and then I would ask them like hey are you on Instagram like let's stay connected if it was a female I would mention my potluck to them and say you should come to the next one and like I really genuinely went after it with a with a goal to make relationships as opposed to just like go to a party for fun yeah and eat the food I think the difference would be like like Shelby said being intentional with it and figuring out um having a balance that works for you but then also Uh, still like forming those relationships outside of that party like not just go there and then connect on instagram forget about it like invite them out to lunch to talk some more or like do something else outside of that that connects you guys because i think like a lot of people will meet somebody one time and they'll just be like okay whatever but i think it's like shall we say be intentional about it have like a schedule that works for you maybe not go out every night but a couple nights just to meet people and kind of take those relationships i do think it is important to go like i yeah. do think that you know it's important to stay relevant in the scene too because you never know who you could meet there True. yeah so i wouldn't say stay at home and stay in your pajamas yeah. the entire time but could be I, your next job yeah that's true that's that's good that was really good advice that was really hey, good. you're welcome yeah. <laughs> you guys should have a podcast <laughs> Speaking of which, shall we wrap up? Definitely. So, Paul, what would be some of your advice that you would give to somebody out there who is looking to go down a pathway that's a little bit less traditional, a little bit 
more artistic, a little bit more risky, a little bit more competitive, what would be your advice to them? I would say 100% go for it, do it. And and I feel like once that commitment's made that it's like, oh, I'm going to do this. And I know like for the rest of my life, like I'm going to be doing this one thing that I love. And like that for me, it's being in the film industry. And once I decided that, like, I feel like once the commitment was made, it became so easy because like no matter what obstacle was there, I just knew like, okay, even this, there, this obstacles here, it doesn't matter. Like I've, I just have to find a way to just overcome it, get through it, learn and grow from it because there was just no way that I was ever going to like give up and be like, oh, okay, well maybe it's too, like there was never an option to give up. And I feel like it's the commitment to, to just going for it. And then no matter what happens, just keep, keep going for it. That's awesome. That's great advice. Yeah. All right, Paul. Well, this is like bittersweet, but um, def- why don't you remind people again how they can find you if they want to find you, follow you, connect? Okay, I'll keep it. I'll keep it simple. The best way is on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram at Paul J Kruger. P A U L J K R U E G E R. Posting daily. It's great. Join join the family. Join the crew, as I like to call it. And uh, yeah, the follow crew, me there. Like join K-R-U-E. the crew. K R U E. K R U E. Yeah, join the crew. <laughs> Dropping the merch nice. line soon. Maybe. All right, maybe I will drop merch. And uh, drop in the mixtape. Yeah, and then and then feel free to reach out. I think if anybody's like considering moving to a new city, which I also recommend as well, go for it and hit me up and tell me about it because I'm a good listener. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Awesome. Well, once again, thank you so much for joining us again. It was awesome to see you again. And we'll be catching up in a couple of years when you have your uh, first movie debut. It might be sooner. Oh, we don't Ooh. know. Ooh. We, oh, oh, no. oh, gosh. Good I don't hanger. know. Good Definitely hanger. would have to come back Until for that. Until next time. 100%. You'll, we'll, we'll get some, uh, some tickets to the premiere, right? Yeah, of course. You guys have VIP tickets. Hell oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So will everybody listen to the podcast. Oh, yeah. 100%. Especially if you guys go and like our podcast on Instagram, Facebook, the iTunes store. Give us five stars and a rating. And Paul will invite you to his premiere. I swear. (laughs) All right. Bye, guys. Have an awesome, awesome day. We love you. See ya.